Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. This is part two of our Maplewood finale. Last time, our adventurers ran through the Scorched Grove and came upon the true tenders trying to summon back Hasselpaw. We ended with the party rolling initiative. And let's just go for it. So at the top of the initiative uh, order, the portal starts to glow brighter and kind of undulate. And uh, you see like waves of energy go around it. And uh, out shoots a... Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Um, Out shoots your worst nightmare. Your worst nightmare. (laughs) Tim goes, I wasn't expecting to roll that. This is a bad mechanic. (laughs) Okay. You guys see coming out of this portal is, uh, so you've been passing some like smaller motes of fire uh, that, are, that are coming out. And as you're getting closer to the portal, it, the motes are starting to get, to get bigger and bigger. And out of this portal pops an aspect of fire. And so it is a large, just like flaming being that kind of comes out of there. And you all hear in your minds, you hear, Oh, right off the bat, a taste of what's in store for the rest of Maplewood. Let's see how you guys deal with this. And this aspect of fire will... Can't chase all of us because we went four <laughs> different directions. Can't chase all of it, yep. Um, but what he can do, he has magma throw. So he, I think, will lock on to Jean and uh, kind of form out of his, like, side this just molten rock and chuck it at you. I need you to make a dexterity save, please. DC 14. Five. Five. So you just get hit with this molten rock and uh, you'll take 12 fire damage. Uh, as it kind of slams into you. Up next, got Quill. Okay, so let me just get the lay of land. So we yes. have we have four corners. I'm running towards one of them. Yep. There are tenders surrounding a device. Yep. Is there a bubble around them? Yes. Okay. The bubble, yeah, you can kind of tell, now that you guys are closer, you can tell that the devices are definitely powering this bubble that's around the tenders. Okay. The uh, aspect of fire is kind of floating right now on top and focused uh, on John. So yeah, I'll run to the device. I have thirty-five. <laughs> I have thirty-five feet of movement. I'll get there. Um, can I make a check on it to see if like it, do I need to break it or is there a way to shut it yeah. off? Uh, what kind of check do you want to make? To me, I'm thinking either Arcana or Investigation. I mean, one of those is better for me, but okay. depending on what how you would... no uh, w- whichever one. I'll, yeah, I'll do Investigation. Okay. Yeah, make an Investigation check. Thirteen. 13. Uh, as, as you're kind of looking at it, you're you're pretty confident after studying it here that you could find, probably find a way to shut it off, but it's not coming to you right away. Okay. So you're like, I think there's a way, because thinking back on the teleportation device, thinking about like watching the, the raccoon engineer kind of like manipulate that, mm-hmm. you're like, it's, it's pretty similar, so maybe, okay. um, but it's not, not quite there, so... Would you consider that an action or of any kind? That's a... Uh, a free thing? Since you failed, that's a free action. Okay. Then I guess I will take all four shots. Okay. Against it. At the... Against the... The device. The device? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, well, I'll start... 
I'll see how much damage I can do and then see what happens. Okay. 11. Okay. Uh, that does not hit. Well, it, it hits, but it doesn't do like significant damage. What about a 21? Yep. That, uh, that would for sure, that for sure hits. What about a 15? 15, 15 does hit. Yep. Then a 16 hits also. A 16 hits. Okay. Three hits. Three hits. I'm assuming I don't get sneak attack because it's an object. It's an object. Yeah, I never saw you coming. <laughs> yeah, it's blind. I will always argue for sneak attack because I'm a rogue. You want me to roll the damage individually or? Uh, yeah, roll the damage individually. Okay, so for the first attack, I get to add an extra d8 because of Dread Ambusher. 12 damage. Okay. 8 damage. Okay. Then 9 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're as you're shooting shooting the your quills in there. Uh, you can tell that one of them really like dislodged something. Okay. Uh, and so uh, and the other ones like are embedded in there, and so it, the stream going from the device to the bubble is starting to like flicker a little bit, uh, but it's still like the bubble's still up. Did all of them actually do damage? Uh, no. Okay. So did the first one do damage? Yes. Okay. Um, next up we have Bertram. Woo! Uh, so gliding over, did I make it towards one of the devices? Yes. Cool. So you're, you were like just past the, the center of the portal when the aspect of fire appeared. Okay. So I would like to, I guess it's a bonus action, go into a rage. Perfect. Love it. Yep. Yeah, we're going to go into a, to a frenzy as well with this one. Uh, at least, like, how firmly does this machine seem planted in the ground? <laughs> it's. It seems like it's a pretty hefty machine. Like, it might be able to be moved, but it, it would take a pretty strong, pretty strong person. Okay. How confident do I feel in that? Good. Good. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go try to like just pick it up and just chuck it into the. I guess see what happens to the barrier after I pick it up. Okay. <laughs> First. Yeah, yeah. Make a uh, make an athletics check. Cool. Uh, so fourteen. Fourteen. You bear hug this thing, and uh, you just strain and strain, <laughs> and it doesn't quite do anything. And you hear in your mind, "Oh, not quite strong enough. Sorry." Uh. Would that count as an attack, or would that be the action to do that? I'd say that's a free action since you failed. Okay. Um, You're being very generous. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll see how many free actions I can get. <laughs> if that's the yeah, just yeah, what? keep trying what? things. What? Like, oh, I failed <laughs> at it. Oh no! <laughs> you get one free action <laughs> from me. Can I failed my attack. Do I get a? Is that my free action or at my discretion? <laughs> um. So just him taunting me in the words like, nah, this is better anyway. And I'm just going to start smashing it with my hammer. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. 15 to hit. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Uh, That is a 16. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they both Sweet. hit. So both hit. Nine damage. Okay. Seven damage. <laughs> Seven damage. Yeah. So you are just like wailing at this thing. You hit it twice and you start denting it in certain areas. But the stream going to the bubble doesn't flicker at all or anything. It just kind of stays there. It seems like you're denting more cosmetic stuff uh, mm. on it. Clover. Okay, before I hit the ground while I'm still in the air, am yeah. I still in the air when Jean gets hit with his magma ball? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll look at Jean uh, and see if he's looking at me. Or if he happens to look up and see me. I'll Actually, I'll pro- I'd probably yell, Jean! We? Oui? <laughs> uh, and I'll uh, call on the power of the shard to let you roll a hit dice. Nice. 
and then I'll crash into the ground. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so there is no immediately evident shard on this device. Is that accurate? Uh, correct. Okay. Then I am, and it looks very solid. Yes. Then I want to grab my mess kit out of my backpack okay. that I've had since character creation. Yes. And in my mess kit is a tin box that can double as a cooking pan and a shallow bowl. Perfect. And it's basically a beam of light shooting out from this thing, right? Yeah. I want to take my pan and basically try to block the light and reflect it back at the device. Oh, awesome. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's have you make... Um, or What kind of check do you want to make for that? No idea. Let's see. <laughs> uh, let's maybe do an arcana check, I think, to try and like direct that magical beam. Slide a hand. Slide a hand? <laughs> I'll roll arcana if that's what you want. Uh, right, we'll try Arcana first. Arcana is seven. Seven. So you put the put the bowl in front of it, and it starts to like bounce back at the beam or at, back at the machine. Mm-hmm. But then it just kind of reflects back towards the uh, bubble. Okay. So it, it kind of seems like it's it's automatically like just whatever energy is coming at it, it's flinging it back towards the bubble to help power that. Okay. So kind of like an energy transfer machine more than anything else. So breaking the beam doesn't stop it. Right. It okay. just finds another way to get... Is it is the energy like coming out of a hole? Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a little uh, hole that's that's coming out there. Okay. Is that my action? Or is that my free action? Uh, no, free action. <laughs> Since I failed. Since you failed. Free action. I'll jam a knife in the hole. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, make, uh, make a slight hand check for this one. 24. 24, yes. Nice. I rolled a 17. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So you jam the knife into the hole, and you can see that the the light stops. Like, the the bowl didn't stop the light, but the light stops when you jammed it in there. And uh, it starts to kind of, like, the machine starts to vibrate a little bit and starts shaking. Uh, I'll just, like, move away. Like, dive and roll. Nice. And then your knife uh, just gets disintegrated. And... The, there are cracks that form in this machine as like there's now light shooting out of this machine as well as light still shooting into the uh, into the bubble. So, nice. all right. So after Clover, after your turn, uh, you all again here in your mind, you're like, oh, oh, you clever little squirrel. Well, looks like I might have to maybe take on a little bit more of a hands-on approach here. And I need you all to make wisdom saves. 18. Nice. 15. 15. 11. 11. Uh, so, Clover, you save. Everybody else uh, will take seven psychic damage. Um, Quill. Yes. As everybody's kind of taking this, taking this like psychic attack damage, you all start to glimpse a memory and you're like wait this isn't but quill it is one of your memories from your childhood so what do what does everybody see of quill as a child quill was an orphan and was raised essentially in the order as well and because he didn't have a lot of connections it was easier for him just to not care Mm -hmm. about a lot of things and so I think there was some easier for him to separate himself from tasks and people. And I think that's kind of 
how he originally got started in the shade yeah. a little bit of being sent to the mission of essentially ending people and not thinking of them as people. Yeah. So one of the, uh, this specific memory comes up and it's one of your uh, classes that you're kind of sitting in on. And it's talking a little bit more about maybe the, the psychology of, or the, the psychological break that some people in the shade have to like train to go through that. And it just kind of came naturally to, to Quill. Uh, and your teacher afterwards kind of pulls you aside and, Quill, you, you must think about what you are doing. Because this, in, in your test answers, it's become apparent that you're very good at this at your age, which is surprising for someone like you, someone of your age. You should not be able to disassociate this much. It's, it, it's easier. It's easier to just let go. <sighs> let's, let's go talk to the counselor. So, and, and that's kind of where your memory, where the memory ends uh, for everybody. Uh, but you all kind of had this feeling of like, how how different am I? Like, am I actually, like, am I supposed to be this? Is there something wrong with me? Is there mm-hmm. something like, am I not like everybody else? And, and you know it's not from you, uh, but that's kind of the emotional pull that you get. And uh, the voice in your head says, Oh, I suppose... Being unique has its advantages and disadvantages. Uh, Jean, you're up. You just got hit by a magma rock. Jean's gonna just, like, look up at the magma, or the flame mm-hmm. entity, and just be like, you wait your turn, and then he runs towards the device and just starts wailing on it. 15? Yeah, 15 hits. That was a 9. Yeah, that does not hit. 16 damage. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, you you take and you just swing your halberd into it and it gets wedged like deep down into this machine and you have a little bit of a trouble like getting it out. Uh, You can start seeing some like sputters of light shooting out from that crack that you made in there. Back at the top of the initiative, again, the portal starts kind of that pulsing that it has and a, a bright flash out of that comes a uh, big swarm of ember bats and they kind of swing out and uh, you you all hear in your head oh who should I go for next I think uh, oh, that one's looking a little damaged and uh, so then the swarm of ember bats goes right towards Clover does a uh, 17 hit yeah I think so uh, you take 5 piercing damage ha I will uncanny dodge to have oh, it. Yeah, to have it. Yeah. So you take two damage. Are they hanging around me? Uh, they are. Yeah. They're kind of like s- swinging around, like biting at you and, and uh, kind of harassing you in that way. Next up, we have Quill. Seeing as my Quill's going to do a ton of damage against it, I will attempt to see if I can find the button again. Make an Arcana check this time. Seven. Seven. Uh, yeah, you're kind of searching around there and uh, you kind of think you found a, a little button and you press it and it's just a dried leaf that kind of falls off great cool <laughs> so since you failed your check there um, yeah you can make some attacks all right i will use my bonus action to cast hunter's mark on the ember bats okay nice and then i will take two attacks against them yeah does an 11 hit it does not does a 13 hit yes 
do I get sneak attack because there's yeah. people right next to it? Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's what we got to do is just uh, attack each other's devices. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good roll. 14 damage. 14. Nice. Oh, wait. And Hunter's Mark. Hold on. 15 damage. 15 damage. Nice. Roll the one. Yeah, they're, uh, you, with those quills, like, you were able to line up, like, one of the most perfect shots. Not a, not a critical shot, but a really good shot. Okay. And you took out, like, half of these things. Like a backup up. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. I want to think very loudly. Thanks, Quill. <laughs> you, you hear, uh, Clover, you hear in your head. Hmm. Doesn't quite work that way, but good try. It was worth a shot. <laughs> Can we all hear that, though? Yeah, everybody hears that. Hmm. He should thank me. <laughs> uh, all right. I skipped the Aspects of Fire's turn, and so it's going to go now. Uh-uh. And uh, <laughs> he does not get his Molten Rock back. Uh, so instead, uh, he's going to kind of float, kind of fire on over to Jean, uh, and he's going to attack you with uh, just a Molten Fist. But he rolls a two. He just whiffs and and misses that. Uh, but he is right up in your biscuits now. Uh, Bertram. Bertram sees all the conflict going on around him, but he still has only one thought in mind. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And so he's just... So he kind of loudly thinks, must smash. <laughs> He'll say, watch this out loud. <laughs> and he just brings the hammer down yes. uh, twice at least We'll see how many times I can hit this thing. Yeah. Because I have three attacks thanks to being in a frenzy. Two regular attacks plus one bonus action attack. Uh, 16. 16 hits. 17. Se- 17 hits. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic. Believe it or not, they all hit. All right. So then 12. 12. 10. 10. 13. 13. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so you are uh, right up on this machine and you're just wailing on it. All of your attacks hit. You notice that your previous attacks hit just, like, cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. You kind of get a sense of, I know like, how this machine works. Not there, not there. That, yeah, it's like a battleship. Yeah. Where you're just like, okay, nope, not there, not there. Ah, we, here we go. That's giving Bertram a lot of intelligence. <laughs> well, we'll say this. His first attack, like, you hit... And some light starts shooting out from that area. You're like, oh, perfect. I'll just hit there. And yeah. you just keep whacking that thing. That That's probably more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so you, on your third hit, your hammer just goes straight through it. <laughs> and this thing just, like, implodes. This machine is like... <gasps> and you see, so the beam going from the machine to the bubble mm-hmm. uh, stops. And you see... About a quarter of the tenders that are in there just drop down. Oh. They, they just kind of fall down. Hmm. And so oh. uh, the the bubble starts to flicker for a little bit, but then it stabilizes again. And uh, you hear in your head, Oh. Oh. Wow. We have I a like strong that man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might have to show you my apples later. Oh, <laughs> Well, it looks like I have someone new to focus on. Bring it. Uh, and we'll Hong go. T- <laughs> we'll go to uh, Clover. So I, we all heard what he just thought. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. I'm going to. So having realized that, I mean, he's like, he seems to only be able to pay attention in one area. 
I'm gonna ignore completely ignore the ember bats that are swarming around me. Okay. And try to jam another knife into one of the cracks that I've opened up. Yeah. Uh, make a. Uh, you could do. Uh, last time was sleight of hand. Uh, I guess we could do sleight of hand again. It's the same as my attack. Okay. If it matters. Perfect. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, yes, you jam the your knife into there, and because it was already like an opening, like your your knife sticks in there, um, and it kind of like yeah. stutters, but it doesn't quite like do enough to, to to bust it open. Okay. Does it feel like it's closer? It is closer. Yes. Okay. Can I use my bonus action to jam another knife in? Sure. That is a twelve. A twelve. If somehow you're able just to like. Robin Hood, your other knife that was in there, and you just like stab it through the handle of the <laughs> of right. the one, and it doesn't quite do much. <laughs> uh, I also want to think at the voice. Yeah. So looks like your inventions weren't quite as hardy as you thought they might have been. Ooh. He will uh, take a moment and be like, "Well, I suppose we all have flaws every once in a while. My flaws are dead now, though. So." Yeah, yourself included. Oh, I am far from dead. And with that, another pulse of psychic energy uh, goes out. And this time I need you all to make uh, intelligence saves. Oh, no. <laughs> 21. 15. 6. Zero. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, well, again, everyone except uh, Clover uh, fails. Uh, and you guys take nine psychic damage this time. And can, can I use a reaction here? Ooh, yes, yes, Sweet. you can. So I'm going to feel like channel the power of the crystal. Yeah, that was Lin me. And as I guess not knowing where to stare, just kind of stare into the the portal yeah. itself by kind of try to give it a glare as I take damage. I don't know if he even says anything. He just kind of gives it just, like, this look of just, like, knowing that what he did to that machine and just, like... You're next. Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. Just all with all visuals, no verbals. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a luck check. Just a straight d20 roll. 15? 15. Perfect, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you you think that at the machine, and you can feel this. Nobody else can, can see it, but you feel kind of that psychic energy leaving your leaving your body as you took that damage and it kind of reflects off of the bubble but it reflects right towards Otis's machine okay. uh, Clover's machine uh, and it and that machine just explodes <laughs> and the shards just like go everywhere <laughs> and uh, another like quarter of the so half of the tenders that were inside the bubble are now uh, dropped down and uh, you start hearing this can't be happening. Can't be happening. We're so close. We're so close. Everything starts to fade. And Jean, what is a memory from Jean's past that you see? I think you would start with seeing him in like an office. He's a child, and his dad is there. Mm-hmm. And his dad is yelling at him, saying that he'll never be good enough because his dad is very doesn't like Jean that much. Oh. So he's just yelling at Jean, being like. You're failing all your classes. You're only good at martial arts. You have to be able to know how to do intelligence stuff, too. It takes much more to be a moose knight than just swing a, swing a halberd. Just kind of, like, blankly looking at him, kind of sad. And then he's going to open the door. 
walk out, and then he's going to see a young Quill just reading one of his books. And John just going to go up to him and just put his hand on his head and just start talking to him. I love that. Everybody sees that memory, and you start to feel um, kind of a, a maybe, and you can correct me maybe if I'm wrong, John, but like a sense of like not living up to expectations, not quite like, uh, not necessarily like I want to impress this person, but just like I, I didn't want this mm-hmm. that type thing. And uh, you hear the voice in your head that says, Yes, I, uh, I know disappointment. I know what that feels like. My partner didn't catch the vision. Didn't see what could it be with all of us. With all of this. And, uh, unfortunately, he, uh, he had to go. Oh, I think he saw exactly what you could be. Did he? Now, in your mind, you start to hear, start to see another memory that kind of comes up. But this one's kind of coming in, in like, little spurts. And you see a red squirrel and a raccoon that are kind of talking back and forth. The raccoon uh, is very excitedly explaining, you know, if we just had the, the, the right elemental forces, I think we could, I think we could crack into the, these crystals or these shards and really take this power for ourselves. I think we could do that. And the, the squirrel says, yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Maybe we could, we could probably do that. And uh, the raccoon says, Beckett, we can do this. I just need you to go out and get me something that gives us elemental powers or something that, like, gives an elemental push. <sighs> okay, Hasselpaw, but we got to be careful. Like, we don't want to rush this too much. And he's like, ah, Beckett, you're always the careful one. We'll be fine. And uh, we are going to move on to Jean. <laughs> going to look at the uh, the fire entity again and be like, I told you to wait your turn? <laughs> and then he's going to keep smacking the machine. Okay. 13? Uh, 13 does not hit. 15. Uh, 15 hits? 10. 10. Nice. Yeah. So you uh, find a little bit of a weak spot and just you slash your halberd right into it. Uh, and again, that, that beam going from the uh, to, to the bubble kind of fizzles a little bit, but it it then connects and reconnects there. But you can see, like, there is a little bit of a, of a glow coming from inside. Uh, so you're kind of like, ah, I think I know where to hit that next. All right. At the top of the initiative, uh, we have another pulse of energy from the the portal. And out pops a ash snake. Starts winding its way out and uh, pops down on the ground. And uh, kind of swivels his head around. And in all of your minds, you hear, Ah, there he is. And just darts right after Bertram. <laughs> and the uh, ember bats and the aspect of fire will also kind of go to Bertram. So, Jean and Clover, if you want to take attacks of opportunity, you can. 22. 22, nice. Yeah, that hits. 16. 16 hits. Do I get my sneak attack on a swarm? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because the swarm is essentially like... One. Yeah. 11 damage. 11 damage to the aspect. I probably nice. have a dagger out instead of my short sword right now. 13 to the bats. 13 to the bats. Okay. 
the last couple of bats that are that were like flying around, flying towards uh, Bertram, you just slash them down as they're as they're running away. So the swarm is gone. Um, but this ash snake uh, comes up to you and will make a couple of attacks against you. No. <laughs> Uh, 24 and a 23. <laughs> oh, yeah, that totally missed it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, so it deals you a, a 22 uh, bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning? Sweet. That gets Sweet. halved because I'm raging. And, yep, to 11, and you are uh, grappled. Oh, boy. So you cannot, <laughs> uh, your speed is zero. It has no effect on your attacks, though, yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> uh, the aspect of fire uh-huh. uh, is coming at you as well. Oh, my goodness. You rolled another two. <laughs> Can I hold this Ashnik up where he's about to punch? <laughs> uh, flavor-wise, yes. Mechanically, no. <laughs> Since you're the one being grappled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Quill. Okay. I'm going to give up on my device. Okay. I just can't hack it literally <laughs> um so the two creatures the ash snake and the aspect are at bertram now correct we have, and we have two devices down correct okay i am going to kind of move away from my device just so that way i, I get away mm-hmm. kind of get closer to where bertram is use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark to the aspect and i'm going to take two attacks against him do it and you do get sneak attack yep cool I'm going to assume that 11 does not hit. 11 does not hit. Does an no. 18 hit? 18 hits, yeah. Okay. 8 damage. 8 damage, nice. Oh, wait. Uh, add another 8 to that. Whoa, all 16 right. damage. 16, nice. Yeah, you uh, deal a lot of damage to this uh, aspect of fire that it starts kind of like coiling up and uh, like the, the flames are getting less consistent uh, in how, it, how it's acting. So cool. Uh, Bertram, you are grappled. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. Um, I can still hit the snake, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you can still hit cool. the snake. <laughs> then whack, whack, whack. <laughs> We're just going to bonk it on the head Whack three times. away, <laughs> whack away. 15 to hit. Uh, 15 hits, yeah. Uh, that is an 8 to hit, so <laughs> nope. that's probably not going to do anything. Third attack is a 25. Yeah, yep, two of those hit. I'm going to go ahead and... Use my savage attacker feat. Okay, what I does keep that do? Getting to do that, so I can re-roll any damage type once per turn. Hey, there I you keep go. forgetting to do that, or I'm just like, I'm gonna wait for the next turn. Oh, I rolled an A on that turn. Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. There you go. So, do you get to choose take the better? Or? Yes, take okay. the better of the two. Nice. So I'm going going to take the uh, thirteen of the two. Nice. <laughs> good. Good call. Yep. Second hit. <laughs> Should have used a deer. Uh, <laughs> that. That is six damage. Six damage. Oh, that was a one on the dice. <laughs> Poor Bertram. Uh, yeah, you're still grappled, and but you, uh, how are you? How are you hitting this thing? Um, I'm just kind of more just like, <laughs> just like kind of. I imagine I'm kind of like got my arm with the warhammer free. I'm just kind of more just like trying to swing it over. Just like it kind of probably looks a bit clumsy. Yeah. I mean, a goose wielding a warhammer in itself is probably pretty clumsy. <laughs> Is but it like it just like fix it, Felix and Rick it Ralph, just like ping, ping, ping. Kind of yeah. It's more just like a like it's more of a struggle. Like a eh, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> close enough to the head. Yeah, nice. I <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, Clover. Okay, I'm gonna look at Bertram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yell, Bertram. Yes. 
Uh, and I'll use my shard ability to let you heal a hit dice. Thank you. <laughs> nice. I'm questioning whether I wanted to run down and try to help you or do something more reckless, but probably going to go with the reckless. Uh, cool. That is nine points of damage that I healed there. Hey, so. there you go. Nice. Okay, and Quill, you were attacking the aspect. I was, yes. Okay. Were you still at your device? Or at the... I moved just a little bit closer towards Bertram, okay. so I'm a... I'm near the device, but not at the device. I'm going to leave Bertram to you then. And I'm going to sit down. I'm going to put my knives away. I'll put the sword that I've got in my lap. And I'm just going to sit down cross-legged and close my eyes and start thinking about, like, um, one of the first things you got to learn when you're learning to run cons and stuff is getting inside people's heads and how they think. So I want to try to leverage this mental connection with Hasselpaw yeah. and basically sneak my way into his head. Okay. With the Ooh. ultimate goal of seeing if I can force a memory that will show us how to effectively shut this down. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, make a... Ooh. Let's, let's do persuasion or... Like, even deception. They're both I, plus nine. I, I can see that like as a stealth trying to, like... I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be super forceful, but, like, I don't want to try to overpower his mind because I don't think I'm strong enough to do that. Right. But I just want to think how he thinks and just work my way into his mind and see if I can learn something useful. Yeah. I think deception. Yeah. Go ahead and make a deception check. Bad roll, but that's a 14. 14. Okay. Uh, Yeah. With that, you establish a connection. Okay. You you kind of are are thinking, you're, you're feeling this connection that you had when he talks and kind of that feeling that that uh, evokes uh, and you're kind of grasping onto that feeling and through that you're able to kind of weasel your way in a little bit and you don't think you you have a strong enough hold yet to influence anything but you you've got a little toehold right. in, in there so you kind of start there um, but I will say you are since you're kind of focusing on this mm-hmm. uh, you will be vulnerable to attacks That's if what I any come against you so Okay. That makes sense. Sweet. At, uh, after Otis, Hasselpaw now uh, sends out another psychic attack. And uh, let's do constitution save for this one. Can I, before I roll this, yeah. is there anything with my toehold that I can use to attempt to redirect this in any way? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, not yet. Six. Six. <laughs> okay, six for Clover, Jean. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. 16 for me, but can I use one of my legendary resistances for Clover? Ooh, yes. Yes, you can. Okay, so Clover passes. Honestly, I'm almost at full health, but I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I don't want want your memory. To me, I think I want to protect your mind in this attack. Sure. So that way you can fully focus on it versus it focusing on you. Good call. Good call. Bertram. What was that? Was it again? Uh, Constitution. Constitution. Oh, good. That's a nine, then. <laughs> a nine. So everybody but uh, Clover again. I, I did 16. Oh, you see, yes. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, so you guys were both 16. Yes. Okay. Bertram. So only Bertram fails. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I'm good at. Um, so, Bertram, you take uh, another nine points of <laughs> psychic damage. <laughs> Yep. Um, <laughs> and you got those nine from me. Yep. <laughs> and this time, I think, so you all feel, you can feel when somebody is taking damage through this kind of psychic connection you guys all have, because it's all of a sudden focused on one mind. Um, and typically that's been 
uh, a mind that you get a memory from. This time, it kind of fades out and Clover, a memory starts fading in and you immediately recognize this memory. I have just left the circus. Um, recent, well, not just, but recently. I've set out on my own. Um, knowing that the circus has joined up with the Bandit Coalition and they've started down a road of uh, violence and aggression that I can't follow. So I snuck out on my own, and for a while I've been traveling with a group. Uh, and one of the members of this group is a maple leaf who is very excited to be heading to Marshview um, for his first assignment. He's excited to be delivering a message that he says is very important. Um, and one day, while we're traveling, we're attacked by bandits. And they over they rapidly overwhelm us. Uh, start m- mowing people down left and right. Uh, there's chaos and panic. Uh, almost everyone in the group turns to run. I turn to run. Uh, and I, I find a spot to hide up in a tree. And I look down and see the maple leaf standing alone. He's drawn his sword and his shield. Uh, and he's fighting. And he's... He's taking down bandit after bandit, but he's also taking blow after blow. And he he single-handedly holds them off so that everybody else can get away. Uh, but ultimately, the bandits overwhelm him, and he falls dead to the ground. The bandits take some things and leave the dead bodies and uh, hurry off to report to their bosses, presumably. I, f- I make my way back down, now separate from the group on my own, and I make my way over to the Maple Leaf's body. I, um, I feel shame at having run and hid, especially to see him standing alone against such overwhelming odds. So I take his, I take his letter, I take his insignia, and I decide that I'm tired of running, and it's time for me to do something good in the world. As you take his insignia his hand goes over and like clasps onto the insignia with your hand in it. And he, he opens his eyes, but there you can tell they're like, he can't see anything. Like they're just unseeing eyes. He opens and looks at you and he says, you can do this. Your past does not need to define you. Your future is what you want it to be. The maple will help. And he's, his hand slowly lets go, and he just relaxes. He has a peaceful look on his face. So you guys are all feeling uh, this not only like a, an intense shame uh, emotion, but also uh, kind of a little bit of a hopefulness, like purpose. Purpose, yes, purpose is a good uh, thing, and uh, it kind of starts. You kind of start to see throughout the journey that you guys have been on with uh, Clover. Uh, there's been certain points where you're like, "We survived this. We survived, you know, that," and it's kind of made made you kind of think about your journeys in a different way uh, kind of shed a different light on that next up we got jean just gonna attack my machine again do it swing that halberd crit 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 that was a nine. Oh, does not hit 
Does that dice need to go to dice jail? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was that? What was that roll? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. That uh, that does not hit either, unfortunately. All right. At the top of the initiative, uh, we have again another thing that spawns, and this time it is a uh, caterpillar. A nice caterpillar. A nice little. It's actually a butterfly. It's kind oh. of flaps its wings, and as soon as it leaves the portal, it turns into a cobble fright. Oh. Uh, just amalgamation of skeletons from different humble folk that are uh, kind of come together. Uh, and it's now all of their turns. The cobble fright kind of is scanning the area and just kind of passes over Clover. Like, it's it's focusing on the different people that are that are around. So, uh, focusing on Bertram, then focusing on Quill, and then Jean. But it never focuses on Clover. It just kind of passes over uh, Clover. But it's going to focus on, I think, um, it's going to focus on Jean. Because um, the aspect of fire and the stash snake already have Bertram all... Uh, I'm in danger. All wrapped up. Jean, this cobble fright kind of comes, like, uh, wandering up to you. Makes a couple of attacks. Ooh, natural 19. Uh, eight damage uh, against you. He kind of has, like, very sharp bones at the end of some of these claws that it just rakes across your arm that you're carrying your halberd with. And uh, the ash snake is going to make a couple of uh, attacks against Bertram. Uh, 21 and uh, 15. The 15 misses. Hey, all right. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> okay, so because it already had you grappled, this mm-hmm. is a con- constrict thing. Okay. Uh, so it does 11 bludgeoning damage, and you are now restrained. So attacks against you have advantage. Okay. Your attacks have disadvantage. Mm-hmm. The aspect of fire is going to try and punch you, <laughs> assuming it doesn't get its thing back. <gasps> It does. Yes. Uh, Can I try to distract it instead? Yeah. Well, how do you? How does Quill distract it? I shot it at three times last time. Oh yeah. Uh, so it takes a a burning uh, molten uh, rock out of its side and uh, chucks it at you. Uh, so make a dexterity save. Twenty five. Twenty five. Nice. Uh, so you just take eleven fire damage. As it, like, splashes next to you. And uh, it will still take a swing at Bertram, since he is still right there. Does have two attacks. Uh, With advantage... Got a natural 20. Oh, no. (laughs) On the... It's it's right here. Uh It's right there. Yep, 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 yep. yep. You are constricted with this next attack. The Ashnake has now pinned your arms uh, Mm -hmm. against you. And this uh, aspect of fire takes its molten fist, and you see right at the right at the last second, it hardens into just a magma, a magma like solid lava rock chunk, and just slams down into you. Um, and you will take twenty three points of fire damage. Do you have any of it? No, I don't. Um, I'm. Can I use a reaction to do something for coolness effect? Yeah, I love coolness stuff. Can I misty step in front of him? Oh, no! <laughs> in front of that damage, I'm having PTSD. <laughs> this is Marine Ford all over again. Make 
Hmm. Make an Arcana check. When did you even get Misty Step? As a paladin, yeah. Oh my goodness, what's happening? <laughs> Five. Five. Okay. Um, you, I'll say this. You, Misty Step, uh, next to him. And so uh, it won't, uh, he'll still take uh, 12 points of fire damage. But you also will take 12 points of, of fire damage. So you kind of split that. So you didn't take the full hit, but you did take part of it. So is Bertrand still up? Uh, so is it 12 damage then? I or 12 damage, uh, 11 bludgeoning from before, which have to five. five. Yeah. And then, and then the 12. And then the 12. From this. Yep. Yeah, I'm still down. <laughs> you're still down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Darn. I, so, and now you're, you're there. next to him and you presumably have lay on hands or something. Mm-hmm. I'm down. But I'm not close to dying outright from yeah. <laughs> like well, I was sure. before. Okay. Yeah. Like it was, <laughs> it was within numbers. <laughs> now you can use a reaction if you want to, like as you get hit with that. Two. Okay. Um, as a reaction, as I die, or as, I, <laughs> as, my as you're unconscious, you're not dead. As yet. a reaction, as I fall unconscious, mm. I give one last look at the aspect of fire. And it'll just say, you're next. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, that 12 points of damage um, go right to that aspect of fire. The aspect of fire just hears an echoey honk, 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 <laughs> honk. Uh, all right. Uh, so, Quill. Okay, so we have an aspect of fire. We have an aspect of fire. Ash and snake. Ash and snake. Uh, anything else out? The cobble fright. fright. Oh, God. <laughs> and two devices still going. And two devices mm-hmm. still up. And I'm meditating. Oh. <laughs> and I'm meditating. Now, one of those devices is pretty close to being done for. I, I can't, even with Max, I can't do anything to it, though. Um, I never even had roll damage. <laughs> yeah. I think I got to get rid of some of these people. Okay, so I have, I have Hunter's Mark on the aspect, so I'm going to go after that first. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it is looking pretty hurt from that, uh, from what it was. Okay. Does a 13 hit? Does not. Does a 19 hit. 19 hits. Okay, so if a 19 hits, then a 23 hits. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you do get sneak attack because Jean has is right next to okay. him. So they didn't. Keep your dice in the tray, please. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 17 damage on the first one. Okay. Ooh, nice. 14 damage on the second one. Okay. It's, I mean, this aspect of fire is, it has started to solidify in a lot of areas. Like, there's not a lot of life left in this thing. Your quills uh, are sticking into it. Great. Uh, and so, I you've got will, movement. Yeah, I will move towards the, Jean, you're still at your device? No, no misty he missed these steps. All right, I'll go towards Jean's device then. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah, you you can make it. It's not a very big area, so you're able to make it all the way, okay. all the way to Jean's. Great. Okay, you've got that free action. Then I'll make a check against it then. Do it. What do you want to try and do? There's a gash in there? There there are a couple of gashes. I'll just throw my net on it. <laughs> <laughs> try to catch And tie it to the cobble fright. Yeah, you know. I have the oh, cobble, yeah, the cobble fright right there too. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I have a dagger. I'll try to stick that in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Make an attack. 24. Yes. Okay. You uh, jam that dagger... Uh, into the into one of these uh, openings, and you kind of wiggle it back and forth, and you start to hear like 
start to feel the dagger vibrate. You kind of know what that means from seeing the other stuff, and so you quickly like back away. And again, the dagger just shatters okay. as the whole device just starts to get lots of cracks and everything, and just it just kind of explodes. There's only a quarter of the tenders left in this bubble, but it's a pretty like it's kind of a smaller bubble now. Um, but it's uh, it's there still there from one device. Okay. Um, but as that one explodes, you all catch a glimpse of uh, a memory. It's not it's not very strong, but it's like flashes of different. It's more of an emotional pulses. Like it, there's there's one pulse of like a, a success where, you know, he was trying to do an experiment and it it got a positive result. And then another, like, elation as they found the cave and and found the false wall that was there where they were able to grab the shards. Uh, And then disappointment when the shards only, you know, you can only bond with one shard. So you get more of these, like, pulses from throughout his life there. So... Um, Bertram, let's go for a death save here. Indeed. Come on. That's a seven. Oh, looks like seven. a one from my hand. <laughs> That's a fail. Better than a one. one. Better than that a one. That is a one fail. Mm-hmm. All right, Clover. Um, so I'm pretty much dead to the outside world, right? Like, I don't know pretty what's going much. on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just want to keep trying to sneak my way into his head and see if I can, um, I don't know, force him back, try to finagle him back to where he came from or find some useful information in his memory. Yeah. That can shut us down. That can yeah. help shut him, shut him down. Maybe since you're already in there, uh, go ahead and make an investigation check to see if you can try and do some stuff. 17. 17. Nice. Um, is that added anything to that or? That's with a plus one intelligence. Okay, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So you're kind of, you've been paying more attention now that you're inside of his head and you're Noticing that there are actually two voices uh, kind of going on at the same time. Uh, one of them is uh, just chattering, just like talking almost constantly. And it's the one saying like, Oh, we got to speed this up. We got to get out of here. It's failing. It's all failing. We got to, you know, it's kind of just on a loop in that. And then the other one uh, is the one that you have typically been hearing where it's taunting you and like responding to you. Uh, and so as you kind of pay attention to both of those voices, you kind of get the feeling like there's something there that you can, uh, exploit. Like if you can concentrate on one or the other rather than both of them at the same time. Do I have any idea which one seems like the original Hasselpaw? From the memory that was shared, the one that was like babbling is, is the original Hasselpaw. I want to focus on that one. Okay. What do you, do you say anything to it? Do you kind of like, because you can, since you're in there far, far enough into his mind, you can kind of direct your thoughts towards him. Sure. I want to, I want to direct my thoughts toward him and say, Darius Hasselpa, is that you in there? Who's there? Who else is here? My name is Clover. Do you know who I am? Clover. Yes. Clover. Oh, uh, uh. I had a partner. He talked about a clover. What was his name? I, I don't remember. I, I, you can remember. Oh, well, I'm here. No, 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 I'm here. Okay, no, we're coming back. We're coming back. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the ceremony's happening. It's gonna, it's gonna work out. 
Let me find it. Do you remember your partner's name? Uh, partner. I had a partner. Beckett. Beckett was my partner. Yes. Yeah, okay. Beckett. Yeah. What did you want to do together? Oh, we had dreams together. We wanted to, to change the world. Uh, we, found, we found these shards, and, and the shards gave off power. We thought we could harness the power. We thought we could use the power. And, and we did. We did. We used it. We opened the portal. We opened the portal. But, oh, it was Beckett. Oh, Beckett. He didn't want to do the portal. He started turning against me. That's what it was. Where did the portal go to? Oh, it's here. I didn't know where it was at first. And you're pretty much only seeing him. Yeah. But as as he starts to talk a little bit more, you start to get a, a broader view. And it is rivers of lava running uh, different areas and just gouts of flame shooting up. And there's volcanoes erupting in the background and just uh, wrecked buildings, most of them made out of stone there. Uh, but you just get kind of some of these flashes. Uh, and he says, oh, well, oh, oh, here. And I, oh, I met him. I met, I met, I met the elemental that helped that helped form the Maple Heart. Yeah, he said he could help us. He said he's been trapped here. But he said I could help him. Have, you, have you seen what things are like? Have I seen? On our side. Your side? What side is that? Where are you now? I... I'm here. I think. Yeah. Can I... I want to let him see what the Scorched Grove is like. Oh. I don't know if I can let him in see through my eyes or anything or... Yes. Okay. My ultimate goal here is to let him see what things are like and try to get him to stop. Yes. Okay. I think think we've done... uh, I don't think you have anything else, but next time, work towards that. Uh, so another psychic attack comes out. Uh, and this time, uh, let's do another wisdom save. Four. Four. Sixteen. 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 Nice. Uh, Jean, you will take seven psychic damage as this wave of psychic energy kind of washes over you. And this time, you guys start to see uh, a memory. None of you recognize it. It is... It's Bertram. <laughs> Let me narrate Bertram's unconscious memories. It's of his most recent unconscious memories. <laughs> a flashback to 12 seconds ago. <laughs> uh, you guys start seeing a beautiful grove, uh, and you're walking along this uh, wood-chipped pathway. Uh, there's this big uh, building that you're walking into. This big workshop. There are vials of different things. There's machines that are just constantly running, made of steam. You see these shards kind of embedded in the walls in different areas with wires running from them. You see right in the middle of the whole area, uh, you see a raccoon. And he is looking at this shard that he has in his hand and just like intensely staring at it. But his eyes, he's got like crazed look in his eyes. He's, it's... Not a natural focus that he has. It's like he's like entranced by this thing. And he says, I can do it. I, 
I can do it. Yes. It's like he's having a conversation, but you're only hearing one half of it. Like, I could, yes, if I, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, we can use this and, and use the other thing. And so then he starts um, grabbing a couple of loose shards that are around and placing them in the center. Uh, and he gets this uh, other device and straps it to his back that has a, a tube coming out of one side. Uh, and he flips some switches on the side and the, the end of the tube just starts gouting out fire, blazing and heating up these shards, so much so that the building and the floor starts catching on fire. And he says, oh, we're almost there. We're almost there. And uh, he reaches over and pulls a lever, and this big weight from the ceiling comes down and smashes the shards. And in that moment, uh, the, a very familiar portal uh, appears, uh, around the side, but there's fire shooting out of it, and you see this hand kind of reaching out and grabbing onto the the rest of, the, like, the floor of the workshop. Uh, and you can see now, instead of the insane focus in Hasselpaw's eyes, you immediately see fear. And it's like, oh, no, 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 what have I done? What have I done? And uh, he's like, I, I, I can stop this. And he takes the, the blowtorch away and, and unstraps it. He's like, uh, uh, how do I? Uh. And he's just like constantly like, it's, it's like he's stuck. He kind of looks around and is like, okay, I think I can stop it. And he just jumps into the portal. You, you can see the, another hand coming out and it stops. And the hands start to shake. And then uh, there's this massive roar that comes from the portal and an explosion that just wipes out the grove. You kind of get a zoomed out view uh, of this. And just the trees start catching on fire. The the buildings, everything, the the humble folk that are there are just wiped off the grove. Uh, Then it fades kind of to black. And you hear, I did it. We did it. But we're not there. Why are we not there, Hasselpaw? And you, you hear... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry? We, 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 can be, we can still do that. There's still the connection. There's still the portal. We can still do it. The portal is gone, Hasselpaw. This was our deal. What have you done? And now we're stuck here together. And uh, you just hear this, like hyperventilating voice of Hasselpaw in the background. And then the memory cuts off. And we go to Jean. (laughs) Um, I'm going to lay on hands Bertram. Bertram? Nice. I promised your father you would not die. As, As the aspect of fire is right there and he's still like in the coils of the ash snake. So I'm giving him 29... Whoa! Thank you. Nice. <laughs> so you have what? One left. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, you give awesome. him your health. No, it's just no. from a pool. Of, okay. Yeah. 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 So paladins have a thing uh, where they can. It's called lay on hands, where they have a pool of he- hit points that they can give to somebody uh, and basically heal them just automatically, mm, which so is super cool. In case somebody else goes down. Exactly. And then there's the snake and the... Snake and the aspect of fire. Yep. They're both there. I want to compel duel one of them. I think probably the snake has more... Yeah, hasn't been hit yet. Or snake hasn't, hasn't been, been hit. Yep. 
so I'm going to compel dual that. Nice. And make what... a wisdom saving throw. Okay. It's not the not the wisest guy, but he rolled a natural 19. So, uh, so is that your uh, that your go? Yes. Okay. Uh, back at the top of the initiative, you start to see the portal glow again, uh, and Clover, you start to recognize when this is starting to glow and you're like oh something's happening and you start seeing this uh, another swarm of ember, ember bats are starting to be formed that you can kind of see through Hasselpaw's eyes and so if you'd like to do anything can I try to influence them to go attack the fire or to go harass the cobble fright ooh, or to kind of like because because they're are the, is he like giving them a direction? Yes. Okay. I'd like to try to influence the direction to see if I can get them to go harass the cobble fright. Okay. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. 22. 22. Nice. Yep. As you uh, are focusing your mind, uh, you start to see these swarm of ember bats and you just, just send, a, send a thought, a very direct thought, but a thought out. The ember bats go out of the, you see them exit the portal and you guys see just a swarm of regular bats come out of this portal and they go right to the cobble fright and just start attacking it and and like ripping off bones and uh things like that so those things are uh entwined together so bertram you're up you're in the the snake it i'll say it doesn't exactly know that you're awake right now it sees jean right there so it's gonna make a couple of attacks against jean uh so it will do um the bite uh eight piercing damage the aspect of fire is also there and uh it's going to see if his molten rock comes back it does no and so he's gonna go ahead and throw it at quill again Ha-ha-ha. so quill yes! deck Bring save uh that is uh five five oh no sorry um that is an eight an eight. Yeah. Perfect. That's a fail. Oh, so sorry. Yeah. 13. 13 points of fire damage as you just get clocked by this molten rock that is on fire. Quill, you are up. So there's one device left. There's one device left, which is... No, it's, it's the one you left. It's the one you left. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> cool. How poetic. Yeah. Darn you. How bad is the ash snake... Or the aspect of fire looking. Um, the aspect of fire is looking pretty hurt. The ash snake is looking semi hurt. Okay, I'm gonna run back towards mine. Okay. Does the cobble fright try to hit me? No. Okay. It is. It is being uh, distracted by the swarm of bats. Cool. I will run <laughs> and then try to take a shot at the aspect of fire. Yes. Okay. Go for it. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. That is its AC. Sneak attack. Yep. Jean is still up, and Bertram's up. Crit, crit, crit. <laughs> you keep saying that after I roll. <laughs> he means crit the, uh, yeah. the dice. Yeah, it's exploding dice, right? <laughs> Next adventure. 18 damage. 18, yes. How do you take out this aspect of fire? Uh, with a quill. Um, <laughs> I will, as I'm running, I'm trying to be cool. Yeah. I can't think of anything tired uh i'm gonna run and i'm just gonna 
well, it's just one one shot. I'm just gonna yeah. try to aim it in the head. Nice, Shoot yeah. In the head. There's there's a little bit of fire that's still left, like in the head, and you just your quill goes straight there, and the whole aspect just kind of solidifies then and topples backward, hits the dome, okay. and just kind of lays there in a molten uh, area. Okay. Then, as a bonus action, I will. Can I move my hunter's mark to the device? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Instead of the creature. Yeah. Okay. That way, I think I can hit it because my check's not doing so hot. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, since that's my bonus action, I ha- still have one attack. Yeah. Can I try to shoot the device? Absolutely. Okay. Come on. Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen hits. Well, nine damage. Oh. <laughs> so close. <laughs> So close. Two to four plus three. Yep. <laughs> that sucks. Yep. Literally one away. <laughs> yep. Uh, so your quill uh, just kind of deflects off of this uh, machine and just kind of flies off. Yep. Uh, unfortunately. So, yep. So close. Bertram, yep. you're coiled up <laughs> with stick. It is slacked a little bit because it thought that you were gone so so is it more just back to being grappled instead of restrained back now, to being grappled words? yep sweet if that's the case then i am going to recklessly wait i'm actually not raging at the moment that's right your rage <laughs> because is gone. My, my, my rage dropped while i went unconscious yeah um <laughs> so do you have a level of exhaustion too i was trying to look that up because i, I think so okay you get a level yeah. of exhaustion uh, so I'm going to rage and going to go into a frenzy once more. Yeah, go for it. And I am going to recklessly attack the snake. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, go for it. Yeah. So that is That's attack with rolls advantage. with advantage. Yes. That is an 18 on the first swing. Yep, that hits. 19 on the second swing. Both hit. 12 points of damage. Nice. Oh, there you go. It's getting close. Oh, getting second. close. And the second swing, 10 points of damage. Yes, you take out this ash snake. What does it look like as you're kind of grappled in the coils of this snake? So the first hit is going to be good. take my war hammer. I'm going to swing it, bashing it on the head. Nice, yeah. And then the second one, I'm going to, uh, can I just like pride myself out of its grasp and then just being like, looking at it, just being like, joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> and just go for the uppercut yes. with the warhammer. <laughs> mess with the honk, you get the bonk. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> nice, yeah, so you take out yeah. this ash snake. And as I do, I let it out a blood curdling honk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a short blood curdle. Very blood curdle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, Clover. Okay, so while I'm sitting there um, not doing anything. Is it possible for my shard power to activate as a bonus action and just whoever the first person that looks at me? Yeah. Could, okay. Yeah. So I'll just activate that, and if anybody looks at me, they can have a hit die. Yeah. We. I saw Darius's memory, mm-hmm. and so I went to tell him, Darius, this isn't the world you wanted. This isn't the world my father wanted but you saved us this may have come about as a result of your actions and my father's actions and the actions of others as well but you understood an important truth it's not your past that defines you it's your future and what you make of it and i'm afraid i have to ask too much of you once again we must stop this thing that is pure evil from coming in 
to our world and burning it to the ground. It's... I just don't want to be here anymore. It's... We had such big dreams of what we could do, what we could make. And... And and this being said he could help me. But I just don't want to die. I know. And I don't see a way that I can get out of here without dying. I know. But, okay, I think, I think if we close the portal, I think it'll work. Because I think you're right, being gets out, it's not gonna, he's not gonna stop. I know that much. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna grab him and pull him in for a hug and say, no more running. We're gonna make the world a better place. He just kind of collapses uh, into your hug. Through kind of your psychic link to him, he's able to, you feel him kind of being able to see out and be able to see like through your memories what the Scorched Grove is, what the world is, what monsters have been released onto the world. And uh, he says, that's not a world I can go back to, but if I can save it, I will. Gonna need your help, though. That last device needs to be shut down before I can do anything. What can I do? Uh, and he through tell your friend to actually hit it <laughs> <laughs> through through your uh, psychic connection. He uh, kind of basically lays out the blueprints uh, to it and uh, tells you where the uh, kill switch close to the bottom. Uh, there's a crystal there, but you have to uh, yank it out and toss it into the portal all at the same time. Otherwise, both crystal and the bubble and the device, they'll just massive explosion. Like, you have very little time to be able to yank it out and toss it in. Okay. I'm going to kind of step, you know, pull myself out of the hut. I guess we probably already stopped hugging. Yeah. But I'll give him a final handshake and say, thank you. I'll make sure your dreams live on. Uh, and then I'll snap back to my body. Okay. I'm going to yell down to Quill. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to jump to... Well, I'll start the process of jumping. Yeah. But as I stand up and get ready, oh, Quill, there's a... You can see Quill is visibly angry at this device going, Why won't you break? I'll yell down to Quill. Quill, look on the bottom, close to the base, up at a 45-degree angle towards the front. Grab the shard, get it into the portal immediately. Okay. Nice. And then you're you're process you're in the process of jumping. Yeah. Then I'll there. jump down there as fast as I can. Nice. As soon as you say that, the voice speaks in all your minds again. He's like, "No, Hasselbar, you have betrayed me. I will not burn alone, Hasselbar. You will burn by yourself." And you start to see this hand reaching out of the portal and it collapses down uh, onto the onto the ground. Uh, but there's not a psychic attack that happens. Uh, Jean. I would like to misty step to the to the unbroken machine. Yeah. And then do I, did I hear yeah, yeah, his you, instructions? Yeah. I'm going to reach in there and try and yank it out. Yeah. You reach in and, and grab that crystal and immediately when you come out, like it starts to crack because that's not the way it was you know, designed and everything. Uh, and so you pull back and make a make a dexterity check to, to chuck it into the uh, chuck it in. or you can make I guess you can make a uh, uh, 
what what would it be a ranged yeah. attack? Throne, throne attacks throne, use throne strength. Attack. Yeah, so you can make a, a strength. Or can use strength. Yeah. Yeah. Use I think they mostly use. I think they yeah. I think it probably depends on the weapon. Yeah. It's a nine. Yeah, it's not like a, a very hard thing, and you weren't necessarily trying to uh-huh. hit it, but yeah, you're able to throw it out. Uh, but it's not quite as fast as you uh, would have hoped, and so as it kind of is going into the the portal, it explodes. And so, since you were the closest, and Clover's jumping over, uh, I need you to make a dexterity save. Clover, you make a dexterity save, too. So, one. It's not a nat one. I did roll a nat one. Oh, no! I mean, for a total of, like, six. Oh, but but it's still a nat one! Oh. What did you roll? Two. A two. Oh. So, this explosion goes off. I'm gonna use my last... can, Can I use my last legendary resistance? I have full health. I, yes. I am like full health. I'll be fine. It's going to have to. No, I know, but. This is going to have to deal 50 damage to kill me. <laughs> I, uh, Tim, am I allowed to use my legendary resistance for another person? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Quill cannot let Jean die. So he will yeah. do everything in his power, regardless yeah. of what Kyle wants, um, to do that. Okay. Yeah. So he, yeah, Quill will be like, Jean, no! Uh, so that's a success for Quill then, or for Jean then. Clover still f- fails. Blown out of the sky. Uh, <laughs> Just a puff of tail. Right into Samira's arms. <laughs> Clover, you take 29 points of damage. Uh, force damage. Great. Uh, and Jean, you'll take half of that, so 14. Uh, and Clover, you are just flying through the air. Um, it kind of put off your trajectory, but because of your acrobatic like circus training, you're able to kind of uh, adjust your adjust your twists and able to like catch onto some branches, and uh, you look to your left and Samira's just kind of standing there. She's like, "That was impressive." And Thanks, I work out. <laughs> <laughs> and you both look back, and the portal is starting starting to close, and wave by wave, the hand that was there is like grabbing dirt and slowly like pulling chunks of dirt down into the portal. Uh, Bertram would like to just go ahead and just start like smashing the fingers to yeah. just be like like no, 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 yes. no. Yeah, he's like ow, 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 ow. Um, and it just starts closing down, closing more and um, as the portal if there's just a little bit of it left, you, you all hear This is not the end. And then silence. And the, that connection that you did feel is broken. You all start to feel your connection with the Great Maple is is returning. The pendant that you had, the insignia of the Great Maple, uh, is is starting to cool off, be more comfortable. So I went down from that attack, oh, by the way. Jean's down. Let's have Jean make a death save. And then... You with half damage? Uh, yeah. I had three health left. Oh my gosh. Y'all are uh, killing me. I got it, don't worry. Uh, I believe it's we're the ones that are getting killed. <laughs> uh, 18. 18, okay, so that's a success. You all see Jean down. Uh, like, after trying to, like, picking a fight at the hand, just like, yeah. making it lose his grasp, I, like, kind of come to my senses, look around and see, like, Jean, like, no, no, he is the one who helped me, like, or I must repay my debt. Yeah. And, and I'll cast Healing Word on him. Nice. What so is the word? The word is Honk. no, <laughs> no. I was I thought you were going to say the bird oh, is the word. The bird. The bird. I mean, it is now, but it is, yeah. 
But nice. no, so that is you have three hit points. <laughs> so it's not much, but you're back That's up. How you like it. That's what back I had up. before. Yay! So you guys are all kind of gathered around there on the ground now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samira and I are kind of up in a tree. I'll just turn to her and say, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. I'll turn to Samir and say, so, uh, you ever thought about joining the Order of the Maple? Seems like a real great group of people. So we're going to fast forward a little bit here. A couple of months down the down the road, you guys have returned to your Marshview uh, monastery. The old caretaker's that were there are no longer there. And so... Did they die? And that's the... No, that's just the way that they just go out into other areas of the Maplewood because this is now your your chapter. On your way back, you do see some little pockets of area where they're like skeleton bones or where you can tell like, okay, an ash snake has been through here. Um, but... Once you get back, your sapling has some buds on it. Uh, some new growth is starting to appear there. It is pretty much spring now. What does the future look like for your character now that you have completed, really completed your training and have, I guess, the option now to become chapter heads? So Bertram is going to go back to the, like one of the first things he does going back to the order is he goes back to his room and goes to, finds this chest that was basically his father's chest yeah like it is like he's never opened it since his father passed he kind of was afraid to do it he felt like he needed to get resolve or he needed to finish what his father started or needed to avenge his father or learn this lesson from his father this time it felt like it was more of the he thought it was going to be get revenge but then over the journey as he kind of realized that no revenge is not what my father wanted Mm. he but knowing to trust the others that you have around you and to trust in the community Hence why he wanted to see that John finished off Frostbrock. So feeling that sense of more like resolve with yeah. him now and just like knowing that he's seen that through to his head, he's gonna open up the chest and like there's his father's like there's his father's vestments as the head of the gaggle. Yeah. And he's like, Yes, this is what my calling is. Nice. And he's going to he's gonna don his father's vestments. And just look at himself in the mirror and just kind of give himself a nod. It They fit. They fit perfectly. Quill. Quill coming back, you know, he's resisted being in an official apprentice, being the next in line for a few years now. And I mm-hmm. think Quill, having gone on this adventure, enjoyed it. You know, he knew he would. This yeah. is what he was trained for. And I think realizing that by taking over as a caretaker, mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily need to go on the missions. Right. He can continue what he was training. I think he was. He realized that in reality, he wasn't really. He he could have easily continued his path and then come back mm-hmm. and just been the trainer, the, yeah. the leader of the shade. And having now completed the training unofficially, officially, is now able to do what he actually wanted to do and yeah. was still able to move forward and so cool coming back and talking to starlight quill you're home (laughs) and realizing that you know he can still be the family man but then still protect the village still protect the order and grow up the next generation yeah he's accepted his place and is ultimately glad that he was able to bring jean back um did uh his perception of what a shade can do change during his 
adventure? His role before was just he was always sent on missions to efficiently protect mm-hmm. or, you know, make sure nothing happened. And I think this was a sense of there's different ways to protect. And sometimes it's not just an immediate, like, here's how you do it. It's now he's able to actually protect more yeah. by impacting more people. Awesome. Jean. Um, I think Jean's going to go home, obviously, mm-hmm. with his newly unscarred face. Yeah. I think his wife's gonna know what that means. Mm-hmm. She'll just have the knowing, like, yeah, nod. Like, mm-hmm. And then most of her kids, most of his kids, haven't seen his face ever. So, yeah, I'm sure they're confused at first. Uh, probably at first, but then when you when you speak, they see the armor, they know mm-hmm. it's him. Uh, there's probably a whole new round of of dog pile wrestling that uh, starts to take place as as they finally realize, oh, oh, yeah, this is John's. There's a different air to him after defeating. Frost Rock. Yeah. Is he like more relaxed? He's or more, more relaxed, less prone to violence, I would say. Okay. He's more forgiving. Yeah. And he just wants to teach his kids to be the Moose Knights or whatever they want to be, like whatever their future. And any of uh, the kids in the village, too, just uh, not, <laughs> not putting pressure on them to be great. Mm kind of like kind of doing the reverse of what his dad did is yes nice kind of becomes the village dad yeah nice i like it clover so for clover though it was very unorthodox he did complete the mission that the maple leaf was given and so i think he was probably allowed to join the order Um, and has a lot of learning to do. Yes. So he's been studying a lot in Marshview. Fortunately, Samir is a lot smarter than he is and has been helping him with his homework. (laughs) He's invited his mother and and stepfather to come live in Marshview. Ah. He hasn't spent any time with them in a very long time. Yeah, because he kind of ran away to the circus. Yep, he ran away from them to the circus, and so he's trying to reconnect with them now. But he's uh, he's taken to the public speaking and preaching well yeah. uh, in the order, the, but he still has a lot of learning to do. <laughs> yeah, He's enjoying his time with uh, Samira and hoping that maybe they'll be able to have their own family someday, looking at everybody Ooh. else's families. <laughs> yeah. But he's happy with the family that he's found here at the Order of the Maple. Yeah. And so I think for the first time in a long time, Clover's future is looking bright. Nice. Love it. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us on this uh, Maplewood adventure. Uh, Once again, I'm your GM, Tim, and going around the table, we've got... Nathan, playing Bertram Hogsleaf. Seth, playing Clover. The other Seth, playing Quill Graybill. Kyle, playing Jean Autant. Well, thanks for joining us on this adventure. Now go have some adventures of your own.